This is the Victory Podcast. Every week, we'll share an inspiring message about God's grace and forgiveness for you, wherever you're at in life. Your victory starts now. It was about three and a half years ago, and Jackie and I were in our kitchen in our apartment in McFarland, which is just outside of Madison. I was doing campus ministry at the time. I had just come back from our neighbor's house. He was the apartment manager. I had just handed him over our signed 12-month lease that we were going to be staying there for the next year. And as Jackie and I are talking, my, my cell phone rings, and I pick it up, and it's uh, Tim Johnson. <laughs> And uh, Tim's like, do you remember me? Yeah, Tim, I, I, you know, I remember, I know. And Tim's played a, a huge role in my family's life, especially on my wife's side. And um, Tim informed me that, that he was calling and that he was now, and I didn't know this, he was the president of this congregation, uh, Victory of the Lamb, okay? And, and so when you're a pastor and you get a call like at eight o'clock at night or a little bit after, and the person identifies themselves as a president of the congregation, you know what that means, okay? What that means is they're going to ask you to come and be a pastor at their congregation, Okay, and so and that's exactly what happened. Right. And as I'm talking on the phone, Jackie's in the background and and she's getting all excited because she knows what's going on. Right. But but I wasn't all that excited. Okay? Uh, it, it had nothing to, to do with Tim. Tim wasn't and is a great guy. I was just, you know, I was having a good time in Madison. This was cool. It was all right. You know, and, and Tim and I talked some more and I, and I, I shared with Tim, well, Tim, I will call Pastor Ben Kurth, the founding pastor here at Victory. I'll call him the next day and we'll talk more uh, about this, this call, this ask to come and be pastor here at Victory. Okay. And so I'll, I'll just be honest with you. Um, I said, God, man, I, I need your help as I, I'm, I don't know how to make this phone call. Uh, because we're not going, okay? And, and so how, how do I do that without being rude or something, you know? Because I just don't get it. And, and so the, the next morning, I prayed and prayed. I didn't pray straight or anything, you know, for hours. But it was, it was hours of intermittent prayer. And, and God finally led me to a really good place, okay? A really good place, a settled heart. Uh, and I was in that place I could call Pastor Ben. I was, still wasn't gonna come, uh, but, it, but at least I was in a, in a really good place to have a good conversation with Pastor Ben. And as I was talking with Pastor Ben, he, he shared with me uh, one of these things about victory. He said that, that victory exists to reach the unreached, the outsider, and the Holy Spirit was tapping on my shoulder going, hey, that's, that sounds pretty good, doesn't it? You know, to, to reach the unreached, to reach the outside. He goes, Bill, because, you know, that sounds pretty good, right? Because where you grew up, there were all these people groups and there were all these people. And in the mix, all of them felt that they were on the outside at some time or another. And, and you know how I put it on your heart that those people, those people who think they're on the outside, they, they need to have the love of Jesus. You know, and, and so Pastor Ben and I would continue on talking and he, and he shares with me the, the then mission statement at Victory here. Sharing Christ's victory with today's people, loving them enough 
to meet them where they're at. And the Holy Spirit's just beaming off in my ear. That's you, isn't it? That's you. That's how I wired you to meet people where they're at with the love of Jesus. You see, before I was campus pastor in Madison, I was also campus pastor here in Milwaukee, and we called that campus ministry the point of grace because the point of grace is meeting people where they're at with the love of Jesus, just like Jesus has done for me and for you. So that's my victory story. Right. How did you get here today? As I, as I look around, right, some are, uh, of us here are members and regular attenders. We've been here a part of this congregation for a while, and, and we enjoy it. And so hopefully what that means is that you're here uh, because you like the messages. Not only that you like the messages, but they make a difference in your life that God is working through these things. Hopefully what that means is, is that you think like the Victory Cafe and the music team, both of them rock really good. Right? Maybe some of you are here this morning uh, because you're serving today and you find fulfillment in serving. Uh, maybe some of you are, are here today because you were invited here this morning or, or you were invited sometime in the past. Maybe you are here today because you feel, at least of yourself, you're, you're on the outside and you're looking for a place desperately to belong to. Maybe, maybe you're here this morning and, and you're just wondering, is this a place where it's okay to not be okay? And once you know it is, right? right? And, and, and let's be honest, maybe, maybe some of us are here today because we got dragged here by a spouse or a parent. Well, uh, like Pastor Ben mentioned earlier, whoever you are, whatever's in your background, welcome home. Uh, I want you to know that no matter who you are, no matter what your background is, no matter what brought you here this morning, God has a message for you today. In fact, today we're beginning that new message series that Pastor Ben mentioned earlier, welcome to victory. So here we are this morning at 11120 West Loomis Road, just south of Salonia, uh, Polonia Soccer Club, right where we started. Just south from Showtime Cinema, where we transitioned to from the soccer club when we outgrew it. For a handful of us here this morning, we can still remember the smell of beer and booze from the soccer club because right? that was a bar that we were meeting at, right? For, for some of us, uh, we can remember the smell of popcorn at showtime, especially when we left the worship services, huh? But for the great majority of us, we don't know anything about that. This is the only victory that we have known, this, this building. But I want you to know that victory is way more than just this building. 
Victory is a part of a much, much, much larger narrative of awe and wonder and glory and grace of God. Victory is a part of God's mission. And this is what Jesus says of that mission. He gives us the mission in Acts chapter 1-8. He says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. That's a really large mission that we are a part of it. And what I want us to do here just for a minute is, is unpack the setting of Jesus' words there where he says, you'll be my witnesses. Who was he talking to then? He was talking to his disciples, his followers, his believers. Many of them had been the ones who were with him for the three previous years in Jesus' earthly ministry. They had seen him and heard him teach and preach and do miracles. They had seen and heard him in action, his attitude. Those same guys that saw all of that, they'd seen that same Jesus get falsely arrested, accused, condemned, brutalized, crucified, and died. That guy that was talking to them, Jesus had died, but is now alive. Three days later, Jesus came back to life. And now this is 40 days after that, where Jesus gives us this mission. I just want you to know, can you imagine what it's like for those guys? They had seen him. He was alive. He was dead. And now he's talking to him. I just know that's going to make a difference in person's life. Right? Right? I've, I've, I've heard that before. It said, if, if you want to start a new religion, it's easy. Just live and then die and come back to life and people will follow you left and right. You see, when we talk about like this, you know, it says in the Bible that Jesus rose from the dead and it does say that and things like, understand that the guys that wrote that, they saw Jesus alive after he was dead. Matthew, the first gospel writer in, in the New Testament, the first book in the New Testament, he saw new life in Christ. Mark saw the resurrected Jesus. Luke was a doctor, okay? Luke was a doctor. He knows when a dude is dead. Jesus was dead. Now he sees him alive. John saw Jesus who is the resurrection and the life. Jesus came to Paul after his resurrection. And so Paul, by direction of the Holy Spirit, could write, nothing, not even death can separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. Peter saw the victorious Christ. See, the mission of the church is to be a witness to who Jesus is. How we've summarized that at Victory is this. Our mission is reaching today's people with Christ's victory. Reaching today's people with Christ's victory. What that means is, is we get to go out. We get to go out. We get to reach out and share Jesus with other people. Okay. You see, the church is a movement. 
It's a movement we are to, to go out, to, to reach out to others. You know what happens when a church stops being a movement is the church becomes a museum, right? And I bet some of us here know about some museums, right? And museums, what museums do is they protect the place, the past, and the programs. And you know what happens if a church stays in that museum phase very long? It's not long before that church becomes a morgue. Church of Jesus is a mission. It's a movement. It's going forward. Here's an example from Jesus' life, right? That the church is about moving. It isn't about a building. It's about moving out into the world. Jesus, from his own life, I read this past week that in the scriptures, Jesus and people interact 132 times in the scriptures. 132 interactions between Jesus and people. Of those 132, six of them happen in the temple. Four of them happen in the synagogue. The other 122 happen out there in the mainstream of life, in the day today, moving along. See, victory is not about just getting a, a, a message here. It's about taking the message of Jesus out there, out there, wherever we go. And this is, we, get to, we get to share Jesus, the one who lived a perfect life, died, but didn't stay dead. He's alive again. What that tells us about Jesus is that he is God over all. He is sovereign. There is nothing out of his control. Jesus is attainable and is right there for those who are tempted. Know anybody who needs that? Jesus is the strength for those who are weak. You know, know anybody by chance who might need some of that strength from time to time. Jesus is the centerpiece of civilization. He is limitless in his love, impartial in extending mercy. Jesus is a pathway to peace. Do you know anyone who knows and needs peace right now? Jesus is the highway to hope, the road to righteousness. He's the sinner's Savior, that's who we get to witness to. I wish I could tell you that I had this witnessing thing down pat, huh? uh, and that I was perfect, that I'd never messed up. I'd never let an opportunity slip through my hands, but that'd be a lie. Uh, there have been times where I was a phenomenal witness to fear and anxiety and worry. There have been times when I nailed being politically correct instead of proclaiming Christ. You know, what, what I'm saying to you isn't news to you is I'm sinful, I'm a sinner, and, and I need a Savior. And the Holy Spirit brings me Jesus, brings me my, my Savior. And you, you know what, what that does is, is that motivates me, that encourages me to share Jesus with you more and more and with other people more and more, to witness 
to Jesus. You see, you and I, we are God's plan A. And the power comes from the Holy Spirit who is in us. We're, we're God's planet. God never says anywhere in the scriptures, I'm gonna send some angels out there and they're gonna, you know, share my message with other people, yeah? But he did say, I'm gonna send you. You're gonna be my witness. But he, but he doesn't say the power's in you. He says the power's in the Holy Spirit who is in you, that, that power of the Holy Spirit, that's the power that rose Jesus from the grave. That power, that power of the Holy Spirit is in you, is in you. We get to witness to Jesus with that power of the Holy Spirit. Up on the screen now is, the, is another picture of victory. Does that look familiar? <laughs> what that is, is that's where our members and regular attenders live. Okay. That, that's a little bit different than this, this location, right? We are to be witnesses in our neighborhoods. Do you, do you see how we've expanded out from the building? We're in our neighborhoods. Now imagine that same picture there and all the people represented in all those houses and all those apartments and everything. And those people, you and me, going out to our places of work. Now it gets a little bigger, doesn't it? Uh, imagine the, all those places right there, all those people, you and me, taking Jesus now not only to where we work, where we go to school, but to the restaurants that we go to. We're, we're to be witnesses. Uh, imagine that we would take all, uh, you know, all of us where we're at and we go with the message of Jesus wherever we go on vacation. See, Jesus says we're to, to be witnesses at home, in our neighborhoods, in our state, in our nation, across the world. Picture all those people. Picture you and me, you and me, using social media on a consistent basis to share Jesus with the world. Uh, imagine someone getting a, a social media message from you and me that maybe just says, just says this, that just, just there, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. What, what would it be like if, if you and I just used social media on a consistent basis and maybe one of those messages simply was coming from us, how can I pray for you? Uh, imagine if, if we use social media and we just said something, something simple like Jesus loves you. Maybe we share a message that says, I, I'm not perfect, but I'm forgiven in Jesus. Imagine what it would be like if, if that Nigerian prince who wants our bank account information so he can give us $10 million. Imagine what it would be like if that Nigerian prince got the gospel message from you and me on our social media. What I'm saying is, is don't dismiss any interaction you have with anyone. The Holy Spirit can do amazing things. See, what if one of your neighbors is wondering, what's church like? I know they go. What if one of your neighbors, one of your friends was wondering, you know, what do you think about Jesus? 
What if one of your neighbors, a coworker or a friend, you know, they're going through a tough time and, and they could really go for some prayer, but, but they don't know how to ask you about that if you would pray for them. What if one of your, your co-workers, someone you go to school with, uh, maybe someone that you stand at the game beside, uh, maybe they would like a, an invitation. Uh, they would come, but, but no one's invited them. I ran across a study this past week again that, that over 80% of people that you and I would invite to worship would actually be open to it. And that over two-thirds of them would actually come. Don't dismiss any conversation you might have with your neighbor, with a friend, with a coworker, even a stranger. What would it be like, right? What would it be like, like if you were a teacher and you went to school to teach and you looked at your students and you saw your students as your mission field? Because they are. What if you went to work and, and you went to work and it wasn't just to accomplish a task or to get a paycheck, but you saw your work as your mission field? Because it is. What if when you get home today, you drive into your uh, driveway, your apartment complex, whatever it might be, and, and you said, this is, this is the mission field that God place, has placed me in? Because it is. If you're at the kids soccer game or basketball game and you looked around you saw all those people there and you said that's my mission field as it is see here at, at victory by God's grace we're going to continue to move okay we're going to continue to to move out and and to reach out to be a witness to Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to continue to move and be involved in our community in various ways, from inviting our community and to going out to our community, from things like blood drives and car shows, huh? and being involved in the community like at schools like Countrydale. We'll continue to connect up with things like Habitat for Humanity and the Hunger Task Force. We'll continue to reach out and support things like the Milwaukee Rescue Mission, like Christ in St. Peter's and Operation Jesus Cares. We'll continue to reach out and share the love of Jesus through things like our, our soccer camp, through the trunk or treat, and, and on and on. And, and we're doing those things those because those are mission opportunities for us to meet people where they're at with the love of Jesus to reach people, today's people, with Christ's victory. Latest estimates that I saw said that between now and 1950, another 30 years, there'll be another 2.2 billion people alive, another 2.2 billion little Zoes alive, okay? That's Jackie's granddaughter. <laughs> 2.2. 2 billion, another 2.2 billion precious souls. I see in you, I see in you someone that Jesus loves dearly. Another 2.2 billion and on top of the 7 billion or so, Jesus loves everyone dearly. Some of you, when you saw the picture of Zoe, you said, oh, hey. Okay. 
when God looks at you, when God looks at everyone, he goes, we get to be witnesses to that. You see, I, I see in you the love of God. I see in you the Holy Spirit. I see in you a witness, a witness to Jesus. I see in you, I see in you someone that God will use to change someone's life, not just for a day or two, that, but also for an eternity. So how do we get started on that? We pray. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, fill me, move me, guide me. We drive into our neighborhood, into our place of work, to our kids' schools, into our kids' game. We say, Holy Spirit, be here. Move in me. Help me to share Jesus. Holy Spirit, open people's hearts to your message. We pray and we proclaim, not ourselves, but Jesus. Not by our own power, but by the power that's in you, the power of the Holy Spirit. I see in you. You ready to move? Let's pray. Lord God, thank you for this time together. Thank you for pouring out your Holy Spirit into us. Do not take your Holy Spirit from us. Fill us with your love, that love that we need. Fill us with that peace, that we're at peace with you through Jesus. Holy Spirit, lead us as we go out to see the mission field that you see. Whether we're going out to eat or whether we're going to pick and save or whether we're going to our home, help us to see the mission field. Holy Spirit, move us, motivate us, empower us to share Jesus to the ends of the earth. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Victory Podcast, brought to you by Victory of the Lamb in Franklin, Wisconsin. For video sermon archives, more information about us, and to let us know how we can meet you where you're at, go to victoryofthelamb.com.